What up, guys? It's Rook here, drummer from Machine Gun Kelly, and you're listening to Sellouts, the podcast for MGK fans by MGK fans, presented by Pink Fox. Let's go! What if life was as simple as a hug? Welcome to another episode of Sellouts, the podcast for MGK fans by MGK fans, presented by Pink Fox. I am your host, Mike Kyle, and today I am joined by Evan McCarthy, AKA MGK Canada. His page has been blowing up on Instagram. He's doing all the right stuff over there. Active in Facebook groups. You may have seen him in there. Evan, welcome to the podcast, brother. Thank you so much for having me, Mike, man. I've been watching all the episodes. I'm really excited to be here, buddy. Yeah, likewise, I'm excited to have you on and also you're representing Pink Fox. Let's go. That hat, that hat. I think I I got four left before they sell out again for the second time. So if you want one, link down below in the description. But Evan, let's just get right into it, dude. How did you become a fan of MGK? Well, I was a big hip-hop guy. I've fallen off of the hip-hop, except for Kells. He's always been my number one. But I listen to a lot of mixtapes. So I'm just listening. I'm on that piff, and I, I see the album come up, lace up. All right, okay. Let's go check this out. So I put it on, and I hear, see my tears, demons, and they rocked me. And I just had that album on repeat from then on, man. And it, I just, I went right in. I was EST right in. Die hard right away, man. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. And I, I love, I think I was talking with Brittany, who we just did an episode with recently. And she also brought up Dat Piff. And it's just like, oh, flashback from the past. Uh, oh, I want yeah, I'm very curious. I'm very curious about this. You said that you were really big into hip hop and then you got out of it. Why did you get out of it? The content was stale, repetitive. Okay. I mean, to me, a lot of it was like motivating you to spend your money at the club and get high and drunk and and so I listen to Kells and it's like he's writing a diary, man. Like he's he's speaking on like addiction and not glorifying it. And I was like, okay, man, like this kid, this is his first album. He's 19 years old. 19, I believe. Like, he's talking like a grown man. Like I was in, right? So uh, he's done nothing but impress me from that day forward in 2012, man. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. You know, I've, I've spoken about this a little bit as well. Uh, I really, like, was apathetic to music for quite a bit. Like, especially around, like, that 2018, 2019 range. Like, hip-hop specifically. I was like, this is stale. It's all the same. It all sounds the same. It's super redundant, repetitive, and just, like, the same subject matter over and over. Uh, and that's why I'm just so obsessed with this new kind of wave of pop punk because it really did just feel like like we're back music's fun again and i don't want to stop listening so super similar experience to you mine just happened to be i don't know 10 years later yeah no i mean i the pop punk thing man like that that was a game changer for me i was Mm -hmm. i'm listening to diablo right 
mm-hmm. expecting nothing. And I hear the, I think I'm okay with young blood, man, what is he going to do with this? Like he's got to do something with this. Right. Yeah. And to see where it went and to have so many people come back and be like thanking him for bringing back that, that sound, that, that time in their lives. Right. Like, I remember listening to Blink, man, and being a kid and that like teen angst and stuff, right? So mm-hmm. for him to bring a resurgence in such a great genre, I couldn't be prouder of him. And I'm a big rap guy, but like I was I was all in with the pop punk too, man. Yeah, I what you just said there is super interesting where you we we heard like I think I'm okay and it was just Oh, I want more of this. Yeah. Like there was so, there was something so naturally good about I think I'm okay where it it was like no, you you're you're good at this. Like do more of this because yeah. this is fantastic. Oh, it was unreal. Yeah. Like, like the hook, right? The hook was it. And then mm-hmm. that simple guitar, like so simple and it was just Yeah, it was an iconic song. I loved it and I w- I was super happy that he he went, went to the mm-hmm. stratosphere with this pop punk stuff, man. Like mm-hmm. the arenas, and I mean, as fans, like it's 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 a really special time to be an MGK fan. Yeah. There, all right. There, there's two directions I want to go here. I don't know which one I want to go with. Uh, I'll go with the one that's top of mind. You know, you, t- you just talked about you know Hotel Diablo a little bit, and I know that is an album that is very very special to you. Uh, so why is Hotel Diablo one of, if not your favorite albums? I feel it was one of his most personal albums, um, especially his his third verse from Glass House, man. And he's he's talking about like suicide, right? Mm-hmm. And so when he's tackling that kind of content again, and just back to front right like i can listen to that album no problems no skips i mean the first song sex drive i i'll be honest i skipped that one but (laughs) the whole album man like i just i love that one and it it, Mm -hmm. it's a perfect album to me yeah uh speaking of that third verse on glass house i don't know if you know this but i I like i like bringing the little golden nugget to people who may not know uh, that was one of the last verses added to the album and added to that song. Like, I think it was like 10 months later, he went back and added that. Okay, that's interesting because I it's had so- seen... It's something crazy. Yeah, I saw him in an interview and he uh, he was asked, what's your favorite verse? And I was, mm-hmm. Oh man, what's the answer to that? Ben. And he said that. And that's why I gave you that answer, man, because I, I listened to that song with a new appreciation, knowing that's a really special verse to him. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like it's a way to connect with him because I've I've had dark times too, right? Like many of us in EST and uh, Kels has been there in the headphones, man, and consistently putting out polished like mm-hmm. stuff is just, he's, he's second to none as far as his polished product comes, man. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of, you know, 
uh, being you know, the voice in your headphones through the dark times. You know, you shared with me a little Instagram message about a few days before we started recording this. Just kind of prep me for you know some different things and think for some different things that we can talk about here. Uh, so honestly, Evan, I just want to like open up to you. I don't have like a direct question, mm -hmm. so I'll let you kind of I'll let you freestyle, I guess, for a little bit, uh, yeah. and then I'll kind of take it back and I'll run with it. All right? Yeah, of course, of course. So go for it. It's it's not about me so much, right? This podcast, but. I, I want to speak for, for EST, right? And his music has been there for me because a lot of his early EST guys, we were maybe a little rough, right? Like his early fans were, were you know, it was a street, like it was a street fan base, right? And uh, I used to cause a lot of trouble, man. And I I went away. I did a bit of time for that. And... I remember pushing cows to people and certain people would, you know, be like, yo, whack, whack, whatever. But then the guys that got it, I could connect with them in a really special way. And uh, I still have some friends that we both changed our lives and he's a part of EST. He doesn't really want to be mentioned, but um, it's... <laughs> It's been there when I didn't have anybody, man. And I just, I love EST and the whole movement. I, I couldn't be happier to be a part of it. Yeah, that's awesome stuff. And, you know, congratulations to you, you know, for getting, you know, your situation right, sorting it out. And now here you are, you know, and you're becoming, you know, more and more well-known well uh, in this fan base and in EST as a whole. Again, I started off the show saying, you're, you know, you're just doing a lot of the right stuff, right? Uh, you're active, you're kind, you're just very like positive as a whole it, when it regards to when it comes to the regards of EST and what it is and and what it stands for. Um, one one thing that you said in in that was that the guys that got it, they got it, right? Oh, they man. got it, they understood it, and you were able to connect with them. Obviously, in a much bigger way because now you have that common bond. Uh, you know, sharing, you know, similar music and, you know, sharing a, a love for an artist. That's one of the things that I've experienced a lot too. And I think that's the thing that makes EST like really special is it's a group of people that all collectively get it. And I've talked about this a bit, a bit on like earlier episodes of sellouts. Um, I actually think it was maybe like the very first episode that Allie and I did uh, where I just said, you know, this brand works. The reason Pink Fox works, especially as a company name, like let it know, like this brand, like a company name, the reason that it works is because I'm just talking to people who get it. Like this brand is almost designed to where only, you know, if, if we're just talking to the masses, right? If 10 out of 100 people get it, that's kind of the point, right? Is for it to be pretty tight knit in that way. Absolutely, man. And that's the thing. Everybody's got their fan bases. And mm -hmm. the thing is, is his music and what he speaks on is, is way different than I'm not going to put down any of the pop people, the big artists. Right. But but Kells has kind of been a black sheep for a long time and talked about some really real stuff. And, and I don't think mainstream's comfortable with a lot of his mm -hmm his content like the one song i thought that was going that was really special that was going to 
to kind of put them out there beyond bad things, which was amazing, was a little more. Mm. Because that mm -hmm. video was incredible. The content was super heavy, but I just, I don't think people were ready for them, right? Like he I, I didn't, I didn't know what song you were going to say. I was really, before you said it, I was just like, well, I'm like, where's he going to go with this? But you're right. You're right. Like there, like there was, we had, we had like the invincible run that was kind of like a fake thing. Because even if you go back and listen to some things he said, he's like, I didn't like the song when it first came out. Like I only pushed it because the label forced me to push it, but I don't love it that much. Uh, but a little more was one of those where it's like, there was a brief little uptick, but it never exploded in the way that it probably should have. No. Yeah, that's... Absolutely. I, I enjoyed Invincible. I think uh, with Lace Up, they, mm -hmm. they may have fumbled a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they, they shouldn't have... I don't know. He got a lot of fans from WrestleMania, but yeah. that was a very strange, a strange push mm -hmm. because, you know, I kind of, I don't know. It was just strange to me. That's all. Yeah, I, I, got, I got you. No worries, Evan. Let's, uh, let's transition a little bit here. You've seen Kel's in concert, right? That's right. How many times? Just one time, man. I, uh, I just saw him last summer for the mainstream sell-up tour. I, you know, in my twenties, I was, mm -hmm. I was a little distracted from drinking mm -hmm. and, and just partying too much as a young chef, right? And not mm -hmm. taking opportunities to go see the shows. But yeah, I've seen him one time. Yes. All right. What uh, what show was that? It was the Toronto show last July. All right, and and, and being a fan for so long and finally seeing him live. What was that moment like for you, especially, you know, as we kind of talked about earlier in the show, you know, the obstacles that you've overcome as well to kind of, you know, see this point, so to speak. To be there sober with my fiance, to see 15,000 people that, that love this, this movement, this man, the way that I do and this music was really special because I never felt he was going to make it blackballed kind of, you know, beefs with certain people. And I just, I didn't think he would get there and he did. And I, I'm, I got those tickets and I'm still riding on that feeling of how, how he's He did it, man. He's doing it. And I yeah. couldn't be prouder. Yeah, and I, that's, that was the other angle of the question earlier on that I wanted to take it. So I'm glad that we got there. You know, just seeing the explosion. And it's, like, it, it's, like, it's so crazy because it's one thing. I've been thinking about this a lot, Evan. It's one thing to see the explosion happen for an artist when it's album, you know, one, if their debut album goes crazy. Two, if that second album, you know, really takes off, or that three, right? Because if, if it's going to happen, it normally happens in that range. That's right. But it wasn't that. It was album five that took off. <laughs> Amen. It, it, it's, it's, it's wild to think about. Because if, if, you, if, if you reverse engineer kind of how your musical career is supposed to go. And it's obviously 
putting, I say, the way that I say that sounds like I'm putting Kells in a box, but I'm not. You'll see where I'm going with this. It's get signed. You have this kind of ramp up into albums one, two, and three, and then there's a decline. What happened here was it was this constant stepping stone all the way, and then the rocket ship on five and six. Dog, he earned his stripes. Mm -hmm. He really did. And that's a really well thought of point um, because generally they come out, they get a bunch of steam from the label. They, you know, have a, a really big first album. They do a huge tour. They release that second album and it's kind of a sleeper. Mm -hmm. So to watch him steadily climb has been so validating as a fan right so I, I really like your point that he's kind of done it like complete opposite it is the complete opposite it's crazy you know yeah it's crazy man and and, and again right it's not it's that he did it opposite it's that he i also think it's really poetic that he did it a completely different way than when he started right if you get if we just think about you right the idea of the idea of Kells and Boxes and the fact that it was these two albums that are the ones that took off and not the four rap ones before it. Like, it's weirdly poetic all the way around and I love the story so much. It's beautiful. That's yeah, it's that, that simple. All right, I, I, let's talk about uh, MGK Canada for a second. You know, starting this fan page, you know, you've, you've seen the growth, especially probably over the last, you know, couple months or so. Uh, what's this fan page been like running it for you? A blast. Um, so really, I started it just over the holidays. And I was waiting for my guy to, to give us that album that I knew really wasn't coming yet. And uh, know that there's going to be some brewing happening, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I, I just was going down the, the rabbit hole of content on YouTube. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to see what it's like to do this Instagram thing with the, the fan page. And I've started meeting some really amazing people. MGK Israel, Octagon 2, and MGK Thoughts is a really good homie of mine now. Um, anybody that I've talked to in EST where I've flown my flag to them, every single one has come back with kindness. And that's beautiful, man. And it's a special thing. It's a really special yeah. thing. Yeah, and I, again, just seeing your presence evolve a little bit. Uh, you know, I think we uh, we started following each other pretty early on, in that Instagram journey, and so to see the growth and development of the page, like, again, I've said it three times now. I'm going to say it again. You're doing the right stuff. So we're gonna just keep man. just keep going and and hope it, it's. I think it's so cool. You know, every every album, there's a new kind of crop of fan pages that come up. Uh, and then from that crop, there's kind of a new, it's almost like a new, like, what's, it's like, I'm almost thinking of like a double XL, like freshman class. It's like that new class yeah. kind of emerges from the group. Um, and I just, I just feel like, you know, especially you have an opportunity here uh, with this next rap album to really just like make it yours and kind of elevate yourself in that page. That's, what I'm, uh, that's what I'm waiting on. Yeah, I'm really waiting on that album, man. And that was that was really the inspiration 
So starting the Instagram was my wish of like getting that album soon, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I just started talking to folks on there, man, and and that's what kept me going on it. I, just the people I've started to meet, some of the friendships, and Facebook as well has been great. On uh, We Are Machine Gun Kelly is a group my friend Kathy runs, and uh, she's been kind enough to let me be an admin on that group, and mm-hmm. I've made a lot of friends there as well. It's been really great. Uh, awesome, Evan. Super stoked to hear it. Uh, let's wrap up with this. We got five rapid fire MGK questions, and then we'll get up out of here. All right? Yeah, buddy. Oh, he's ready. He's got. He's warming up the hands. He's ready yeah, to go. Man. All I right. Knew this, I knew this was coming. Let, let, let's go with this. Speaking of that rap album, if he could collab with any artist on it, who would you want to see him collab with? NF. Ooh, good answer. I've, I haven't gotten that one yet. I like that one a lot. Cool. Uh, let's go with the next one. If you could see him anywhere live, where would you want to see him perform at? I thought about this one. I would want him to see a playlist that I made at the Apollo. Ooh, good. All right. I, I like the custom playlist. That, that's very, that's yeah. a good, that's a nice little, nice little touch there. All right. Uh, let's go question three. Let's go pink guitar from Tickets or black guitar from Mainstream Sellout. I, I gotta go pink every time. I'm with the I'm with the rest of them. Most of mostly everybody said pink. Man, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he owned that color. He took it to the moon. Like it was great. Mm-hmm. Out. What's your favorite MGK rap album? I guess we kind of I guess we kind of answered that a little bit with Hotel mm-hmm. Diablo. You know what? I love Diablo, but it was, I thought about this a lot. General admission, man. Like, to come back with a second album that strong as a rapper doesn't usually happen. And I still, I listen to all of them, but I really love general admission too. Cool. And then let's wrap it up with this. This is the new question I like asking everybody. If you're introducing somebody to MGK, what's the first song that you're playing? Hmm. a little more a little more cool and there we have it ladies and gentlemen evan mccarthy aka mgk canada on instagram evan dude thanks so much for coming on my brother hey thank you so much for having me man you're doing a really great thing here i'm looking forward to seeing more episodes bud thank you so much dude i really appreciate it and thank you for watching on YouTube, listening on podcasts uh, at platforms. I appreciate it so much. If you want to be on the show, link to apply down below in the description. Or if you want to support the show a little bit, you can use promo code sellouts at checkout at pinkfucks.com. Grab the hat that Evan's wearing. I got like three of them left. Pink one's still in stock as well. And we will see you in the next episode.